The Mile Rate, thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to The Mile Rate. Well, I'm Boyd this morning. It was hard to sleep. There were so many highlights at Tabcorp Park in Melton last night. And just so you know, it's not just me. I welcome in Rob Orber there. And um, did the things we watched last night really happen, or was it a dream? Oh, well, Danny, uh, I'm still trying to thaw out from last night. Uh, I've been going to uh, Tabcorp Park, Melton, like yourself, from uh, the day uh, that the track was constructed. And I must admit, it was a pretty challenging element uh, throughout the night. We had, uh, it started off quite nice, uh, fine weather for a few races, and then the rain tumbled in. And, uh, yeah, we had delays, uh, we had torrential rain, we had wind, we had everything. Uh, but, look... The racing, as you mentioned, was unbelievable. Uh, we saw some astonishing performances, uh, none greater. Uh, and I know we'll be uh, listening to the race very shortly of Captain Ravishing in taking out the three-year-old Colts and Geldings final. He recorded a track record in wet conditions uh, of 151-1, and he broke uh, the track record held by Hurricane Harley and also Lochin Varat of 151-4. So he broke it by 0.3. Uh, his performance last night was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. In fact, there were a lot of highlights in the night. It's actually difficult, uh, I think, to try to pluck out just the one to start off the mile rate coverage this morning because there were so many highlights. We had a number of different weather conditions. As you pointed out, Ladies in Red had to do it in the pouring rain. It was really pelting down when she was uh, doing her job and she was, well, she did what you would expect her to do. Captain Ravishing won race number nine, the three-year-old Colts and Geldings, uh, Woodland Stud uh, Group 1 final. Ride high only for one group one, one group one race. It was this race, the race that Captain Ravishing broke. He's uh, Group 1 duck in, and wow, how did he do it? Look at him go! Captain Ravishing around the final turn. He has opened up. Third quarter in 27.4. Captain Ravishing. He's going to be the most talked about horse in harness racing anywhere in Australasia. How about that for a win? Captain Ravishing, we salute you. You are a star. Captain Ravishing won by 30. Flash Jimmy got to second, interest-free third. He's Charlie's Angel fourth. Wow, that was something special. Mark, uh, we're on RS Hedden. Uh, that must have been amazing, given that the pace was on early and you still had so much left. Yeah, look, um, I was a little bit concerned at sort of strong lead time in first quarter, but I knew I had the horse underneath me tonight. You were fairly aggressive there. You went for home a, a, a long way out. You must have had so much confidence in this horse. Yeah, look, he was he was travelling real good, and I, you know I just wanted to go with him a bit and put a few of them away. So um, you know, and, and he he picked up for for me. Track record time. Did you could you sense that? Yeah, look, I knew we were going hard, but it, um, you know maybe not track record, but I knew we were going pretty hard. Is this the best horse you've driven? Yeah, look, like I said, I've driven some real good horses. Um, you know, Ride High was probably the best one I've driven, but yeah. this this one's the best one now, yes. Well done to you, mate. Mark Pitt there. Mark Pitt there talking to Andrew Bensley, who did a super job during the course of the night, uh, catching up with a lot of people, including yourself. And uh, there were some strong words there from Mark. He doesn't have any doubt uh, in saying that that's the best horse he's ever driven, and he drove. Uh, he, he did drive ride high. 
Look, he did. And look, I watched the race with uh, with Andrew Bensley uh, last night. Andrew had a share uh, in Kafaji and... I must admit, about a lap from home, I actually turned around to Andrew. I said, I think you're a winning chance here. I said, Captain Ravishing, the times that they were running, I said, he'll need to be a superstar to win. And he actually is a superstar. I mean, that was just a phenomenal performance. What about the sectional times? It was a 42-5 lead time, uh, 28-28-8. 27-4, 27-9. He sat in the breeze. He was parked, and he raced away, and he just destroyed them. It, uh, it's quite extraordinary. Now, we had probably close enough to an inch of rain, it, it, not far off it anyway, uh, how well the track stood up. To think a, a track record could be broken, even with horses like Captain uh, Ravishing and Ladies in Red, you would have got 100 to 1 about an hour or two beforehand. Oh, no doubt about that, Danny. Uh, and Captain Ram- Ravishing, uh, look, he's uh, by Captain Treacherous, who just sighed uh, some amazing winners uh, last night out of a sports rider mare in Ravishing Girl, a beautifully bred uh, colt. Uh, raced by Hass Tabor, who has been in the sport for over 30 years, and the Tabor family have raced some uh, very, very good horses over uh, a long period of time. But this bloke uh, just looks super special. I actually caught up with uh, Clayton Tonkin uh, straight after the race uh, trackside. And, you know, uh, Clayton, you know, was not uh, holding back. He said he's an absolute superstar, and he certainly proved it last night. He defeated a very brave Flash Jimmy. He was 28 metres behind. I could hear Steve Blacker cheering the background, hoping to run second. And uh, even though he he runs second, he was still a very good run. Interest-free, had a great season third. He's Charlie's angel, really topped off a great night for Charlie Guzman. Both the two horses performed exceptionally well last night. And Rip, you know, he really tried to make a race of it. He tried to break the heart of Captain Ravishing. The only heart he broke was his own because he got it ripped out uh, when Captain Ravishing went straight past him. But phenomenal performance. Uh, I, I'm not really sure what words we can use. When you run a track record, means that you're the fastest horse that we've ever seen at Tapcourt Park, Melton. No doubt about that. Uh, Rip did make a difference and did make the race. I hope because of his name, it doesn't end up like Rip Van Winkle because he raced against Pure Steel. Pure Steel sat outside him and broke his heart. And he was never the same. Rip's a good horse, so I hope he can bounce back from that. Uh, Captain Ravishing it was just something else. It's one of the best performances I've seen. Um, he's not quite the finished product, but he's there. Uh, he's only a three-year-old, and he's going to be set for races, certainly the four-year-old Bonanza and the Chariots of Fire and the potential and likelihood of going on then to the Miracle Mile if he's in good form at the time. And if he can run 151-1 on uh, over 2,200, remember 2,200, that wasn't a mile. If he can run that time on a wet track here, um, it's scary to think what he could do over a mile on the bigger track at Menangle. Yeah, look, and he's, uh, he's a beautiful, uh, you know, conformed horse. He, he looks uh, the real deal just uh, in his presence. And um, obviously, uh, you know, him being a cult, you would imagine with those times that he uh, performed last night. And if he goes on to achieve even greater heights over the next uh, season or two moving forward, uh, you can certainly uh, place a, a great spot in uh, the stud uh, department for him uh, going forward, Captain and ravishing it was a phenomenal performance well as i said it was a night of many many highlights the next race we're going to look at is a is a filly that has made the year her own major delight uh, made it nine from nine uh, but the question was asked she was challenged halfway up the straight 
Soho Serafina's under some pressure working down the back and then something about Eiley and Perfect Pink getting going but Major Delight just left them standing. She took off this star filly. She's put 10 or 12 metres on them heading off the back straight in 27.3. Tempting Tigress gets into second spot and chases hard. Then Jewel Melody running on is uh, Perfect in pink but it's Major Delight with a big lead. Tempting Tigress is 8 metres away and running on. Major Delight 5 metres. Tempting Tigress is getting close here. Tempting Tigress is after Major Delight. Major Delight needs the left. Tempting Tigress getting close. Will she get up? I don't think so. Major Delight's got heart. Major Delight fights on and wins. Nine out of nine. Major Delight beat Tempting Tigress. Third home perfect in pink. Major Delight did respond to make it nine out of nine in the, the Group 1 uh, Breeders' Crown for the two-year-old fillies, which was race four. Yeah, look, she led in the race and she looked to have the race uh, shot to pieces at the 400. Uh, Mark uh, Pitt released the brakes and she raced away uh, and all of a sudden she turned for home and all of a sudden that winning margin was uh, getting eaten up by Tempting Tigress and halfway up the straight it was pretty obvious that Tempting Tigress was kind of nearly run past Major Delight but as soon as she moved alongside and got within a head Major Delight uh, knew where the line was and she was able to raise that final effort to win by half neck defeating Tempting Tigress uh, perfect in pink ran a terrific race in third spot and Spring Blue fourth and of course Emma Stewart training the first four place getters and Clive's girl for Charlie Guzman as I mentioned uh, with his Charlie's Angel a fourth and a fifth last night for Charlie was a fantastic result and Jewel Melody finishing sixth in the race they went a mile rate of 154. It was a 43-6 lead time, 29, 29-6, 27-4 and 29. It was a half-neck margin, but Major Delight uh, maintained her uh, unbeaten record. Uh, raced uh, by Peter Lewis from New South Wales. He couldn't make it uh, trackside from... Uh, he was he was crook with uh, pneumonia and uh, his wife Anastasia made the trip down uh, representing uh, her husband. So hopefully Peter's uh, feeling a lot better uh, today after the win of Major Delight. What a what an impeccable record, nine from nine. Emma Stewart trained five winners on the program, including Major Delight and Mark Pitt, with a big Group 1 double, Major Delight and Captain Ravishing. Rob, the next race we'll have a look at is race number six, and this was the two-year-old Colson Geldings of $300,000, school captain leading all the way. Trying to wind up. School captain's going well up to the turn. They went 26-6 down the back. And school captain got away on the lost storm. To the outside, perfect class runs on. But school captain opened up a big lead. It's school captain into the straight. He's raced away. Perfect class to second. The lost storm can't go on. Little Louie got to third. But it's Saul, school captain. He's raced clear. Perfect class battles on well. But it's a big win to school captain. School captain first and has won at six metres. Second in perfect class, about 15 away the lost storm. Rattling home from a long way back, Techies watching was a big run. Then came uh, Little Louie, followed in by Doug's Platter. Nathan Jack with a winning drive, two fantastic drives from Nathan last night, just the way he rated school captain. Gee's a beautiful horse, Rob. Uh, isn't he going to let down into a nice side now that he's a Group 1 winner? And he's only early in his career, five starts, he's won two, now at Group 1 level, and one of the big ones. Uh, but we know he was an exciting prospect by Captain Treacherous, uh, and he, in the end, was well-rated, and, and he was too good. It was a dominant win. 
Could he be the next poster boy for uh, the Anderson family? Uh, he certainly uh, has uh, started off his racing career indicating that he's very special. His performance uh, last week I thought was outstanding. Uh, his victory last night was absolutely brilliant. He led throughout. He recorded a mile rate of 153.1, a 44 lead time, 30.8, and it was the last 1,200 that was so impressive. Uh, Nathan Jack put uh, the foot to the floor here, and uh, he went 28. 25-27-4-home. And uh, on that performance last night, there's a lot to like about him, and I think his future is looking big. And I know uh, Bill and Ann Anderson have got a huge opinion of him. And as I said, he, we might be talking about the next poster boy going forward. The Lost Storm had a gutbuster last week, one of the biggest gutbusters I've seen a two-year-old have. And similarly, Captain's Knock. Captain's Knock was poor. He looked like he didn't back up, and that run hurt him last week. And did the same happen with the Lost Storm? Would, do we think he's a better horse than that? Should he have hung on for a little bit longer? Oh, look, uh, possibly, Danny. I mean, they, they are two-year-olds. They're, they're young horses, and um, we do know, and we've seen it before, uh, when you have hard runs, and probably Jewel Melody was one also going back. You know, uh, her uh, heat run at Maryborough, she had a really tough run and probably flattened out last week in the semi-final and uh, again tonight in the final. So... Certainly when they're young horses, they can't uh, afford too often to go to the well. And uh, obviously, as you mentioned, the Lost Storm, uh, that lead time last week was scintillating and he worked super hard. And look, uh, look, he was still very brave. I mean, he finished third sitting without cover, but tonight he couldn't do the work to uh, match school captain. Rob, uh, let's go to race number eight now in Cypher, this outstanding three-year-old filly. She's really had a season to dominate. She didn't always have the best barrier draws when she was two, but when she gets the good barrier draws, she's clearly above her rivals, and she was able to lead all the way in race number eight. The back past the 400 in 27.1, and the leader is in cipher by two metres. Soho Historia still right there was Miss Shanti as they turned for home. In cipher's in full flight, the favourite from Soho Historia to the inside. Miss Shanti leader though was in cipher. Soho Historia tries hard on the outside, two metres away. In cipher finding plenty though the favourite. She's an outstanding filly, and in cipher wins it. In cipher beats Soho Historia, who was terrific second. Amore Vita third. Big run for Michon T, fourth, then came Miss X. Non Peril finished off really well. Then came Star Celebrity from Kate Gath bringing up her 50th uh, Group 1 win and all the way display. She never really looked any danger, Rob. No, fantastic performance by this three-year-old filly. Uh, she's really uh, notched up uh, a number of Group 1s now. The, the win last night took her prize money to 400 and 96,000, I think, uh, in total. So she's just short of half a million dollars from uh, her short career to date. Uh, she's uh, bred and raced by uh, Tyson Linky from uh, South Australia, who uh, flew over uh, yesterday afternoon um, with uh, with his partner uh, and uh, Jesse Ann. And I know uh, they've really thoroughly enjoyed uh, in Cypher. He missed a lot of her races during COVID period when she was racing here in Victoria. 
seen a race over in South Australia, but he's been able to come over and watch her win the Oaks and um, now uh, the Breeders' Crown. He's really hoping to get a Vic Bread trophy uh, next to uh, his mantelpiece at home within Cypher, and uh, there's no reason why she can't continue on. But her win last night was terrific. She controlled the race. She went a mile rate of 157, 46.5 lead time. 31-1, 31-5, 27-2, 26-6 home. And uh, her performance was terrific. Soho Historia made a move around the field to sit outside uh, in Cypher, but uh, couldn't match her. Uh, she fell short by about a metre and a half. Amore Vita, who was relegated to three back to pegs, ran on nicely into third spot, was only beaten under five metres. And Miss Chantil, uh, who uh, ran a fantastic race from Barry 7, Blake Jones really took uh, the race on at the start by uh, charging out of the gate. He was able to get across in Cypher and then handed up by taking a trail. But she did a really good Good job in fourth. And Miss X, she's been really brave all the way through the series. Uh, was in fifth spot, beaten 10 metres. But in Cypher, she's the absolute star. She's by Captain Treacherous out of our cavort, a Falcon Silster mare. And uh, once again, Captain Treacherous coming to the fore with his progeny. Rob, uh, ladies in red was in race five. This was group two level for the four-year-old mares. She was heavily back. You could have got a dollar sixty-five about her and readily won fifty-five. She ended up a dollar oh four, you know, but she won like a dollar oh four chance. When it was pouring rain, she just ploughed through and made it look easy. Off the back, tough telly, two metres, dirt's along. Ladies and Red still travels up well. Five metres to Doug's Babe and then Tate's a silver mistake. 27-2, third quarter. Tough Tilly a metre in front. Ladies and Red's about to level up. Doug's Babe five metres away, then Tay-Tay. Into the straight, it's Tough Tilly and Ladies and Red. Ladies and Red moves up on the outside. She's hit the front and she starts to power away. This champion mare, Ladies and Red, is roaring up the straight at Tabcorp Park. Melton wins another one and in style. What a win. Ladies and Red by 12 metres. Tough Tilly second, Doug's Babe third, fourth home Tay-Tay. Then Silver. Ladies in red, 22 wins from her 27 starts, and uh, it was a dominant win against a horse like Tough Tilly, who's beaten her three times previously. She made it w- one act affair. Wow. Um, what uh, words can you say uh, and describe Ladies in Red? She's so special. Uh, as you mentioned, her performance again last night was amazing. I thought... With the conditions, possibly Tough Tilly uh, would you know lead and, and, and make a real race of it. She tried to, but uh, Ladies in Red was just too tough, too strong, too good, and she just drew away. She won by 13 metres. Tough Tilly, super brave again, ran a fantastic race for the Ben Stud crew. And Doug's Babe, uh, for all the uh, syndicate owners of the Ballarat uh, Club there, uh, they're having an absolute ball. She's been absolutely fantastic uh, right throughout her career, but unfortunately she's bumped into a couple of freaks in Lady in red and tough till in Doug's Bay was very good running third and Tay Tay also a good run she just probably didn't get the best of draws last night but maybe with a more favourable draw she could have finished a little bit closer and Silver Mystique was beaten uh, 42 metres in fifth spot behind Ladies in Red that was the margin from first to fifth so you can just imagine the dominance of Ladies in Red as I said a 154.8 mile rate 45.8 lead time Kate Gath trying to control the race 31 first quarter and she really put the foot to the floor to last Last 1200, 28-4, 27-2, and the, the longer the race went, the bigger the margin became for Ladies in Red. She got home in 27-3, and she was just too dominant. 
Rob, uh, we'll look at race number two. This is for the two-year-old trotting fillies. What a fantastic race it was. An incredible performance by the runner-up in Rockin' With Attitude. But Susan is her name. It was too good in the end. And it's Rockin' With Attitude. She got five metres. Ara Wakeni. Here comes Cognati. Susan is her name's out wider. Rockin' With Attitude. Clear, though. It's been a huge run, and she's still got a good margin on them here. 30 seconds for the third quarter. Rockin' With Attitude led. Susan is her name's running on strongly. Ara Wakeni, Cognati. Nardi battle on, rocking with attitude into the straight. Susan is her name's looming up though. Susan is her name goes up the rocking with attitude. Susan is her name took over with a hundred to go and starts to draw away. Susan is her name goes on to score. A huge performance, rocking with attitude. What a filly she must be. Third dichotomy, fourth home to Elderbear and Miley. They flew early. It was an equal uh, fastest uh, lead time, and that's uh, matching the the open class trotters with that lead time, Rob. And these were. Two Two-year-old fillies, rocking with attitude, went down fighting. Susan is her name, had the right run and finished over the top. Yeah, look, uh, a two-year-old uh, fillies uh, trotters race. The, the lead time was 42.9. Uh, that was a record, uh, an equal record. And as you mentioned, Dan, I think we need to uh, just go back and find out who did run that lead time. But it would have been a free-for-all horse. I know I actually even spoke to Kate Gath trying to work out who it may have been uh, in the past, thinking it might have been one of her horses, and she couldn't recall. But uh, rocking with attitude, led in the race, was taken on by Heroa Kenny, uh, Brad Williamson. Um, you know, the, the stable have had great success here in uh, Victoria and Australia. They've uh, unbelievable trotting trainers. But, you know, Brad really served it up to rocking with attitude. Jaden Barker had uh, that lead position and they just went too long, too far. And rocking with attitude uh, to, to, to hold off uh, and finish in second spot, last night was one of the runs of the night. It was a, a phenomenal performance. They went a mile rate of 158.4, 42.9 lead time, 30.9, 31.8, 30.29.2. And Susan is her name, who took out the race, sat back in the field, just allowed the uh, speed battle to occur up front. Uh, Mark Pitt was able to just pull the trigger at the right time. He came out three wide. She let down, rocking with attitude, had the tenacity of kicking away, trying to pinch the race. But Susan is her name, was the fresh horse on the scene, and she finished home too strong. She's by Sebastian Kay out of uh, Hands of a Star, uh, a cool hand nukes uh, sire, and uh, giving uh, Bruce Wyborn a, a huge thrill in taking out that trotting two-year-old Phillies Breeders' Crown last night. Rocking with attitude second, phenomenal run. Great training performance by David Miles and Jaden Barker. They've done a great job with this filly. She really deserves a big one. Uh, Dichotomy was third, 15 metres away. Fourth was Aldebaran Miley, uh, 19 metres away. And Cognati really didn't finish it off. Uh, carried a flat tyre, which may have also uh, probably you know not uh, performed to the uh, level that maybe she can. But Susan is the name, was too good, and started off a, a pretty successful night for the Emma Stewart and Mark Pitt combination. Five winners for the night uh, for Emma Stewart. Race number seven, this was for the three-year-old trotting Colts and Geldings. And Harry Stamp was surprised a few by showing the gate speed to lead, and he was able to do it all the way. Lane and then came in fourth was Plymouth Chubb. Next is Courage Stride, three wide around. He's all muscle and then came Goodhart. Leaving the back straight past the 428.2. And Harry Stamp leads two metres. Cravash doors sticking with him. They get away on Plymouth Chubb. Horta Cam dropped out, then Courage Stride. But it's Harry Stamp going strongly. Got five metres in front of Cravash door turning for home and then Plymouth Chubb. Harry Stamp with the leader though. Cravash door can't get to him at the moment. Harry Stamp was going strongly and 
Harry Stamper. He's going to go all the way. Harry Stamper first. Second placing goes to Cravash Door. Getting home strongly for third is Curried Stride. Plymouth Chubb close up fourth. Anthony Butt with the drive. Joe Pace trained. We know he's a good horse, Harry Stamper, but he added an extra string to his bow to show that gate speed. Any horse that can keep out Plymouth Chubb must be pretty quick out of the gate. Yeah, look, uh, it was uh, interesting. I was actually uh, watching the race uh, on the fence uh, last night when this race was being run and more wanting to see what was going to occur at the start. Hordekam is a quick beginner. Harry Stamper not noted to be a, a brilliant beginner. And uh, Plymouth Chubb, who drew barrier three, we know is a very fast beginner. And Harry Stamper, uh, Joe Pace indicated last week at uh, the barrier draw that they might try to lead if they could. Uh, Anthony Butt, uh, he was uh, doing a lot of yelling. He was certainly making uh, plenty of noise to get inside the legs of Kerry Manning last night going to that first turn. And uh, it was the uh, the vigour and the uh, astute uh, experience of Anthony Butt that uh, won that race. He won the battle for the lead. And once Harry Stamper found the front, he was always going to be the horse to beat. It was a great performance. He was able to hold off the very uh, talented Cravash Dior who loomed up coming to the home turn. But Harry Stamper had another gear for him and he was able to pull away to win by five metres. Courage Stride did a good job in third spot coming from back in the field. Plymouth Chubb fourth uh, just wasn't able to find the lead which didn't help him and Sebastian's boy he's, a, he's absolutely flying that horse uh, great run into fifth spot uh, they went at 157.8 mile rate, 46 lead time, 30.2, 31.6, uh, the final quarter. And the owner, Sam Castro of Harry Stamper, he's been uh, involved in harness racing. He wanted to win a Breeders' Crown. He's been so, he said to me last night, for 40 years I wanted to win a Breeders' Crown. He finally got it last night and a reward for perseverance. And uh, he was a very happy gentleman. Rob, uh, back to the first event on the program and a bit of an upset here, Egret, but a filly that's got a lot of gate speed, led and then took cover and ended up winning easily. It was, and it was a great drive, uh, a very special moment for Lee Sutton. You could just see uh, the expression of Lee uh, 100 metres from the line when he knew he had the race won. He gave that uh, persuader a good uh, few fists in the air. 157.4 mile rate, 46.3 lead time, 29.9, 29.1, 28.5 and 29.6. She took the trail and she was able to get home uh, over the top. Lindy's Love, a fantastic effort second. Elder Baron Keeper, really brave in defeat. She had to do some work constantly. It was an eye-catching run, terrific run from the bolter, and Lady Adelia finishing fifth. Revel Stoke led in the race, just didn't finish it off, and Cormier uh, finished back in the field. But a great performance for Egret, uh, for Yabby Dam Farm, for Anton Galino, and it was a very special win for Lee Sutton. Race number three. I thought an inspired drive, Nathan Jack. He had to avoid Stevie G, who galloped in front of him at the start, got away from the pegs, and almost by the first turn, he was in front, dominated, and the horse was brilliant. I had to. Uh, I wanted to go back and watch the replay to wonder how Nathan actually found the lead from inside the second row, but it was a stroke of genius. And, you know, we've sung uh, Nathan's praises uh, so often over the years as far as his talent uh, as a rainsman. He's probably one of the most, uh, you know, uh, uh, inspiring uh, drivers drivers out there. He, he knows how to create opportunities and he certainly uh, made the most of his opportunities last night. It was a great performance. A very emotional Wayne Potter who trains this horse, part owns it and uh, he certainly did a fantastic job in the way he's produced his horse to victory. Lars Dissan in second spot. SK Hollywood third. Another great run from the bolter. Triumph, uh, Triumph Stride finishing fourth. Elder Baron Jensen fifth. Stevie G galloped at the start. Uh, was able to recover into sixth spot. Mile rate of 2-1.2 but it was a special win. He won by 14 metres of locomotive. 
And the last event on the night, it was Act Now, who showed his customary gate speed. And, uh, well, in the end, he was just too good. In front, he's, he's almost impossible to run down. Oh, he was uh, unbeatable once he found the lead. He just loves that spot. He's a, a four-year-old by some beat somewhere at a Molly's Ideal. He's been a terrific horse for Bruce Edwards. And uh, he did a great job from uh, one big show who uh, battled on really well into second spot. Uh, Narratak Prince was third, Beyond Delight fourth. Uh, but certainly there were no matches for Act Now, a f- 153.5 mile rate, 45.3 lead time, 30.1, 28.8, and 26 home. This was the last race of the night after we copped uh, plenty of rain. And uh, well done to uh, to Geordie and the track curators. They did a phenomenal job there last night in the way they were able to uh, present that track, make it uh, recover from the rain and still produce those wonderful times. We saw... Captain Ravishing running a track record under those conditions. So I think the track curator deserves a bow. Oh, big time. No, a special performance by Geordie and the team there. The race that Act Now won was the race that Hurricane Harley set the track record in a couple of years earlier. And then Captain Ravishing broke that record in race number nine tonight. Well done to Emma Stewart and Clayton Tonkin, training five winners on the card. Nathan Jack, two Group 1 winning drives and also two Group 1 winning drives for Mark Pitt. It was a special night. Uh, Sonata uh, race today. They got their Cup Pro Program, Rob, the first event of nine is at 12.44. They're uh, pacing and trotting cups. And next week, the Inner Dominion begins. First round of heats from Ballarat next Saturday night. Oh, it's uh, going to be a big few weeks. We've already had a big few uh, coming up to uh, last night, but uh, the excitement only continues to build with Inter Dominion. Uh, if you haven't booked uh, your dining just yet for uh, Inter Dominion final night, I can assure you it's almost uh, totally sold out. So get uh, on the phones as quick as you can on Monday. Uh, reserve your uh, your seats because it is going to be a very, very special inter-dominion. Look forward to the mile rate next Sunday morning, Rob. Until then, happy harnessing, everyone. Enjoy your Sunday.